to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is the wonderful Rob London. Hello. So, I hope you have your desktop... No, wait, never mind. That was That's the wrong pun. Okay, Jesse, recalibrate. Um, I hope... Rom, we're talking about Rom. Oh yeah, oh sure, uh, Ron Space Knight. Yep, yep, Ron the Space Knight. No, Rob, Rob, not Rob, Rob, Rob Space Knight. Wom, Wom, Rom, Rom, Rom. Rom <laughs> as in R O M. Okay, it's actually hard for me to say. At, at a certain point, it said just sounds like a noise. Yes, Rom Space Knight, a uh, a very unsuccessful action figure that has spawned media tie-ins that continue to this day. Yes, and that's one thing I definitely want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But first, just uh, one sentence synopsis. Who is Rom? Okay, so Ron is... I keep saying Ron. Yeah, no, it's uh, kind of hard to say. It's a weird name. Okay, so Rom is an alien from the planet Galador, who is one of those aliens who just looks like people. Um, and he had his brain transferred into what was basically a mechanical body in order to fight his... Uh, race's deadly enemies the dire wraiths okay so yeah that's pretty much that's pretty much his old deal but there's a lot of interesting things tied around him well um let's get to through his uh through his story a history on here then we'll kind of talk about his um interesting journey legally yes so uh, what's his real name? Do you know what it is? It's just Rom. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's Rom, or more if you spell it backwards. <laughs> um, he is a former space knight of Galador, now progenitor of a new Galadorian race. That's good work. You can get it. W- wait, progenitor? Does that mean he's like, like, making? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think the whole deal is at the end of his series, he sort of settled in, like his, he settled down with um, a woman from Earth, uh, who he like encountered in his travels and heroism there. And uh, yeah, they're just going to start making a bunch of Galadorian babies. Well, I mean, I guess that's a. How does he get? I'm not going to ask why that's his occupation. I guess <laughs> I'm just not going to ask because uh, I was thinking like. How do you get paid for that? Like, how's that your job? I mean, I guess. Hmm. I mean, the work is its own reward. I guess. I guess. I don't know. But um, so um, his secret, his identity is known by the people of Galador, Diorates, and to many in the U.S. government and military, as well as a lot of uh, superhuman adventurers as well as the populace of Clareton, uh virginia mm-hmm. like that was so actually a lot of people know about him they just don't talk about him apparently yeah well we, we don't talk about him a lot because of the whole legal issues well I, well oddly enough well actually no we're going to talk about it later sorry we're gonna we're, we're gonna go through his history first so um he's a citizen of galador he was not known as anything else. It should be Rom the Space Knight as his former alias. Because right now, this is uh, post-Romming it up. Killing di- Diorates. 
So his place of Earth is the planet Galador, location unknown. Apparently it existed in the Golden Galaxy, but then was moved to another galaxy by Galactus. He was, he was saving it for later. Yeah, I guess he was just like, I'm just going to put you further away from the sun so you don't uh, so you don't spoil. Oh, maybe he forgot about it. it was, he was like a, like a, how squirrels forget when they bury nuts. Oh yeah, like like a like a tree grew from the planet. He's he's now officially unofficially married. And his known relatives is Brandy Clark, an unofficial his unofficial wife. And um yeah, his first appearance in Marvel was Rom number 1. But according to Comic Vine his first appearance at all was in Forces in Combat, issue number 34, in December 1977. I think that must, that maybe that's some sort of like a European series or something where they, maybe they got it before it ran in the States. It probably was. It looks like there was a, uh, it's Cole. Well, there's very little information on Comic Vine about it, but um, Cole of Atlantis? No idea what that is, I'm afraid. It's based off of... uh, It was based off of... uh, Looks like it's based off of a Conan character. Mm. And then, but apparently it was an issue where not necessarily like Rom and them were together, but it was a... um, like a two-parter right or like a backup how they used to run um like uh like machine man in the back of transformers in the uk so rom is was born 200 earth years ago on galador the home planet of a peaceful civilization at the peak of prosperity um, with war virtually unknown, Galador's active fleet of starships traveled the galaxy to share their technology and philosophy with other civilizations. That sounds more like colonization. Yes. I mean, I know a lot of Europeans wanted to spread their technology and uh, and wealth uh-huh. and morals to all these all these uh, these dumb savages out there. Although Galadorians have always been universally welcomed, when they entered the so-called Dark Nebula for the first time, they were ambushed by a Marta of dire wraiths, which is a hostile shape-shifting, shifting beings, not scrolls. Actually, I am. Hmm? Uh, it turns out that the, uh, I be- if I remember correctly, the dire wraiths are the um, the deviant version of the scrolls by deviant do you mean deviant as in the capital d deviant as in capital d deviants as in i'm getting back to the dreaded eternals here oh okay so uh, i don't know i like them less now oh my god that left a really bland milk toast taste in my mouth they supplemented their attack by summoning deathwing a large bird like demonic being that consumed whole spaceships, leaving survivors burnt and disfigured. Um, by the end of the attack, the entire Gladdorian space fleet has been destroyed. Um, if you don't get this, it's already—it's a kind of a space opera thing. Brought yeah. Earth. The prime director of Galador, uh, learning of the disaster, asked the general population 
of the planet for volunteers to sacrifice their human bodies to undergo surgical conversion into an army of cyber cyborg warriors called space knights who would be adapted to were adapted uh, for combat in outer space uh, rom was the first of millions to volunteer uh, but only a few hundred were accepted um, he went he underwent surgery got his brain put into a i would say passable body yeah, I mean, it's kind of got like a toaster for a head. Yeah, I like I like the look of it, but not in like a serious way. Like, also, if, like if it was if it was like the like a scare robot in like a cartoon, I would believe it. Not necessarily in like a serious like almost horror book. Yeah, I, I was in fact incorrect. In fact, the entire Skrull race are deviants. Uh, and. And the uh, I don't like the dire wraiths are an offshoot of that deviant Skrull race. I really don't like that, Rob. <laughs> I don't like that. That's bad. Uh, Who did that? Uh, that sounds like a Mark Grunewald thing, but I don't don't quote me on that. It sounds like it would be something he would do. That or like an Engelhart. Yeah, maybe Engelhart. It sounds like it might be an Engelhart thing. Engelhart really liked just dashing my hopes and cool things. <laughs> Like, he was real good at it. The Space Knights were dispatched, and they basically just killed a bunch of Dire Wraiths. And the the Deathwing as well. Uh, Rom was singled out for his bravery and was declared a hero. Uh, But a large number of Dire Wraiths escaped the battle. And uh, the... Stronghold. The Wraith strongholds were uh, were believed to exist in other parts of the universe. So Rom de- declared to follow his fellow space knights. They they declared that we need to get rid of these people. Well, these these wraiths, but we don't want to kill them. We would prefer to banish them into limbo, and not that limbo. And also not that limbo. Yes, there are multiple it's, it's, limbos. There's so many limbos. I think half of them are hell-like, and a couple of them are like the limbo you think of. And one of them is just uh, is where Immortus lives. Right, I mean, the, I think the three main ones. There's the uh, there's one where Immortus hangs out. There's one where they send the dire wraiths. And the third one is the domain of the X-Men villain Belasco. And, uh, Which is basically hell. Which is it's hell, but not one with not the one with one hell, L or the one that Mephisto says is hell. There that is are a not lot hell. of hells. There's so many hells. Let's just say a lot of different dimensions. Like I don't. How many heavens are there? I could only think of like I can't think of any explicit uh, ones. Well, I mean, there's that time that uh, the thing dies and uh, the Fantastic Four go to heaven to rescue him, and they talk to they... God, who is Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking. So of. that's the main one. And I don't know if there's multiple heavens. No. Well, actually, Valhalla is technically a heaven. Maybe Valhalla is heaven. Kinda. Kinda? And I, guess, it, I think, like, the, the Greek gods have one that maybe we see sometimes. Well, do, but that that would just be Hades, a part of Hades, though. Yeah. Because the Elysian Fields is part of... Because the, the under underworld is all... It's good people, bad people. Yeah. There's not much for separation. Hmm. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, but they... But basically, they wanted to... There's still a quote-unquote peaceful race so they send them to the limbo instead um so rom uh rom and the other space knights 
left Gal- uh, Galador to stalk the dire race and they det- uh, throughout the universe in nearly uh, for nearly 200 earth years uh, when a when a probe detected a major concentration of diarrhea on earth where they where the diarrhea would basically turn into humans so think of a average squirrel scroll uh yeah, it's kind of that little little invasion of the body snatchers though because uh do they have to have them alive some, well no no because they to take somebody over they kill them oh yeah that's why okay yeah don't the scrolls have to have someone alive if they want to it usually helps yes just in case you know they ask somebody the difference is the diorates use magic so their their ways oh. of shape-shifting are like dark and sorcerers which is also why they look like lumpy goblins yeah they don't look great instead of i mean they, they look kind of you know monstrous unlike your scrolls who are just kind of like green guys with butt chins yeah they look like uh like weird thanoses yeah uh, Rom went to Earth to deal with them. He volunteered. Uh, and he went alone because uh, he didn't want the Armada to basically be all in one place. So basically he went down to Clareton, West Virginia, where he gained a number of human friends, including um, including Brandy Clark, who was going to be Miss... who is Miss Rom, the Space Knight, unofficially right now. Steve Jackson, no relation? I don't believe so. No? And uh, Brock Jones. The uh, the Torpedo. Yep, the Torpedo, who is dead. Yeah, so I'll probably talk about him. I think he's in the Book of the Dead, and he gets one of those hilarious, like, under the picture. This is a picture of him dying, and it's him like getting his brain eaten by a dire wraith. Ooh, I can't wait. Yeah, he's also got a dumb costume. Apparently one of the Space Knights... Ter- uh, called Terminator, went mad and stole the rest of Rom's body. I mean, they really should have seen that one coming. They should have. I mean, he's a Terminator. He went mad, stole the rest of Rom's body from cryogenic storage, and took over the planet Galador. And Hmm. then he was killed. The Terminator was killed by Galactus and Rom. I assume he was like uh, lowered into a a vat of of molten steel. I need the vacation. Yeah, so Rom briefly went back to Galador because he was just like, yo, I want my body back. But then he saw, you know, Terminator and him just like, yo, that's my body. Give me my body back. And I guess Galactus was just like, no, you're my snack. Stop it. (laughs) And Galactus kind of just moved it to another location. And then the Space Knights and Rom and Space, the other Space Knights were just like, well, I guess we're, uh, not there anymore. Well, the Galadorian, Galadorians were just like, yo, we need more space knights because we have no space knights right now. So they made even bigger, better ones. Um, Rom returned to Earth to continue his war against the Dire Wraiths. At first, the wraiths that Rom battled on Earth were all males who utilized technology. But these science-oriented wraiths were supplanted on Earth by females who were adapted in the mystic arts. And the uh, the sorcerers were the dominant faction in the Wraith Society. And uh, they're just like, yo, science too slow. I'm going to do magic. They just, was just straight up was just like, yo, I'm going to destroy this entire town, Rom, because you like them. So they were just like, they I guess they shot a bunch of eldritch magic bolts 
at people. Uh, and that's when uh, Brock Jones, the torpedo, died. Why was I was I just thinking Rick Jones was his friend because the no Rick Jones, Jones? was also his friend. Why did they mention Rick Jones? Uh, I'm not sure. No, he he definitely. I mean, the, I guess the article is only so long, but he definitely palled around with with uh, Rick Jones for a while. So I'm not. So I. So I'm remembering. Okay, that make that's weird. Yeah, so he knew both Rick Jones and Brock Jones, who were not related. I don't think they were related. Marvel Universe just has a lot of guys named Jones. I don't think either of them are related to Jessica Jones. Maybe we just need less people with, like, the last name Jones. It's a very common last name. I mean, it's a common last name, but at the same time, like, with comic book characters, you need to have, like, a really good name so people remember it. Especially if, especially if uh, since a lot of people draw all white people the same you just recognize them by their hair yeah you have that problem with like x-men sometimes yes so like you know well it's like it's like whenever well you also get that in like uh well actually comics just across time but like like the uh teen titans the old bob haney teen titans oh yeah um if they were not in their costume all the boys look the same (laughs) you recognize them by their hair just a bunch of and dark-haired two, white guys. And two and almost all of them had brown hair. <laughs> so it was impossible to tear, uh, tell Dick from uh from Wally. Well, it's, uh, it's 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 better these days. We people have more people have multiple haircuts now. So Brandy Clark, who was super in love with Rom, was not killed. She was uh seeking to become like Rom and was magically united with a space knight armor. Of the deceased space knight Starshine by a diorath called Dr. Dread. And uh, she became Rom's closest ally in his war with the diorathes. Then Clark was uh, returned to her human body by the creature called Hybrid. I don't know who Hybrid is. He is. He has actually come up a couple other times in. Uh later books and he is super creepy well i showed up in well okay so so far if i'm just looking at comic vine anyway i see two different ones he's like the purple monstery looking guy Ooh, i don't like that yeah see Ooh, don't like it uh so apparently it's a hybrid well it's a hybrid yeah um, that's the name he's like part between human. a diorath a diorath male and a human woman and uh yeah am i gonna talk about hybrid is he in the book he's not in the book he he got a profile in the modern handbooks hmm so um he showed up in avengers academy yes apparently i think christos gage who wrote that is a big rom fan yeah he can shapeshift has super strength strong telekinesis and telepathy could take control over other mutant abilities hmm and he knows diorath magic he seems a little too powerful yeah and also his whole thing is that he wants to like propagate his species Eh, that's kind of gross yeah i mean he is pretty gross i mean it's gross in both uh appearance and in um intentions but but yeah so that's hybrid apparently um, he showed up in less than 21 issues. So he, so Rom made uh, many allies among 
you know, not only superheroes, but of the U.S. government and the um, the military. And uh, they joined him in his war against the Wraiths. So the Dire Wraiths uh, mystically altered the Earth's sun to make it appear black. Okay, basically they did the thing that every other sci-fi movie does. I th- um, where the, what they're going to do is they're going to merge their homeworld with Earth. So they could, um, and they had to make the sun black, basically, but still have like the heat and stuff from it, um, because that they don't like the light too much. So Rom, so what Rom did, which I did not mention this yet, but he has a he has a, a weapon called the neutralizer. He used a giant neutralizer made by the Earth scientist Forge. You know Forge? Oh yeah, Forge. Who also had a gun that can neutralize pe- uh, mutants' abilities. That's the guy. Yeah, you know, one of the most important X-Men stories was actually brought on by Rom. It's it's pretty cool. But at the same time, because he was just like, yo, I'm going to make this gun. It's like, mm, I'm working for the government, and I hate, apparently I don't like mutants at the moment. And he used a neutralizer against the Wraith world itself, which basically canceled the magic for all the Wraith sorcerers. Because they drew power from their home world. And then Rom left for Earth afterwards. Then the Beyonder sent uh, Brandy Clark to Galador. She discovered that the new generation of Space Knights took over the planet and destroyed most of its humanoid population. And uh, But thanks to a Shi'ar uh, Stargate, Rom and a number of Space Knights uh, known as the Space Knight Squadron reached uh galador one of the second generation uh space knights heat wave destroyed the bodies of the first and second generations of space knights so because all the space knights are brains and a robot body so all the bodies were just like you know probably set on fire mm-hmm. by heat wave yeah. i'm just gonna imagine Probably by the name. He sent them to the uh, the food that the, the factory that makes food for Galador's cats. Okay, they uh, so one of the space knights called Domin uh, Dominor. Uh, Dominor. Dominor. Oh, okay. Dominor wanted to make another gener. Basically, wanted to make a a new, new, more strong Galadorian race, but Heat Wave just goofed it up by burning all their bodies. So Dominor. But Dominor's own body was preserved. It wasn't wasn't uh, was separate, so it wasn't destroyed. And uh, he wanted to, you know, get his brain into his body and mate with Brandy uh, Brandy Claire. Rom defeated. Uh, so Rom defeated uh, Dominor in battle, and the Space Knights tried. To use their power to form a ring of power that would destroy Rom and Galador itself. Or the second generation Space Knights did. Um, but then it didn't happen because it destroyed the second generation of Space Knights after. Uh... Oh, apparently Dominor used uh, Rom's neutralizer to commit suicide. So that's something. They're so they're so squeamish about so many things, and they're just like, yeah, this guy just blew his brains out with a neutralizer. Well, there was so one of my one of my like famous just like yada yada yadas 
in this book was uh, the North Star uh, one, where for one for one sentence they're just like, yeah, he joined a, a separate Quebecois separatist group, and then they just went straight to, oh, he also skied. <laughs> I mean, that, that's skied. not that unusual for the the time. Like, I mean, I know it's not like unusual, but like, I feel like you'd want to add like one more. Like, like, why did he leave? He's not part of it when he joins Alpha Flight. I mean, I guess he could be. It would be weird if he was on Canada's national super team and also didn't want to be part of Canada anymore. He was an in, maybe it was an inside job. Like he wanted to like uh, oh, yeah. join join the super team, then be like, hey, those uh, you know, no Quebec. You don't want them anymore, don't you? <laughs> uh, and then everyone was just like no we want quebec so why don't you shut up and he eventually just stopped um yeah so basically the first the first generation of space knights were um they found some of rom's body and returned him to his human form and then they just uh live on Gla- uh, galador and they just i guess they just bump uglies and and pump out babies until there's enough on the planet to make a civilization Yep, um, he is a uh, cyborg, so he can do robot things, which is magic. It's just magic, but with metal. <laughs> so um, he has blue eyes, but when he's a human, but whenever he's a cyborg, he has a toaster for a head with red eyes. Also, they don't mention it. I guess it's because, well, actually, you know what? There's a whole other page. I thought this ended. There's a whole other page. He has bro. so many powers, and you got diagrams of his uh, of his stuff. Yeah, let me let me go through this. He can when he's a robot, he can lift 15 tons. Um, he can do your regular robot stuff. Like as I say, with any robot, think of a thing a robot can do. They can do it. If they can't do it, they can make it do it. It's it's like every it's like every storyline of Iron Man. He can't beat this person. His new suit can beat the person because he makes it do <laughs> makes it beat the person. It's a robot thing. Um, so he so the interesting thing is though he has uh, three he has three major pieces of uh, equipment with him. He has a uh, analyzer beam, which is a um, which can basically detect the molecular structure of an object of anything that it's uh, focused on. This is mostly used to identify, to identify diorates. Um, then there's the neutralizer, which is one of the most powerful devices ever developed on the planet Galador. It, its main function is to neutralize any type of energy field that it encounters so basically what it does though is it it's a magical I'm gonna shoot you to limbo. Which 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 limbo? Was it that it's not the hell limbo. No, it's just the it's just the it it's kind of its own limbo, although I vaguely recall that there was a thing about the limbo where they send the dire race to encroaching on the limbo that's ruled by Immortus. And Immortus was all like, you know, Space Knights, get these dire wraiths off my lawn. So so it's not the so it's not the temporal limbo. Which is the limbo people traditionally think of. Right. Well, I think that is the Immortus one. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that, no, so yeah, that's the Immortus one. The Immortus one is the space between places that is kind of like a white void. Is there anything special about their limbo? Uh, I don't think so, except for it's full of dire wraiths now. 
Is is it like the limbo where like it's a bunch of floating rocks or something? I don't know if they're floating rocks or not. Hmm. I have not read a lot of ROM. There's 75 issues. I know. The problem is, well, as we're... I think we can sort of skim over these powers and get to the crux of the ROM issue... Let's get to let's get to the let's get to that. Oh, the other one he has a translator, so he can talk to things. Whoopee. Um, so so yeah, let's talk about his. Uh, let's talk about his interesting legal and. Right. So, so Ron was originally a toy, much like a lot of Marvel stuff at the time. You know, your Transformers, your GI Joe, other less known stuff like Sectors and Inhumanoids. Uh, specifically, though, Rom was not like a whole toy line. He was just a toy from 1979 who was like a... a and this was a big, big media push. Like, yes. in fact, I'm going to be putting a... Um, it's because it's Parker Brothers. Right. Basically, it was just like, hey, Marvel, we want, we want to do a multimedia push to make this toy line one of the biggest things ever. The toy line failed. <laughs> This is Rom, the Space Knight. You can imagine he comes from another galaxy with his flashing neutralizer. Activate Rom. You can imagine he has rockets to blast into space and a translator that communicates with lights and sounds. You can even imagine his respirator lets him breathe in any atmosphere. Rom comes with the three plug-in accessories shown. 9-volt battery not included. Rom, the Space Knight. An electronic toy new from Parker Brothers. But the comic was a success, and it continued for, you know, over 70 issues. Yeah, which is a long time. That's a long-running comic in most aspects. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's pretty impressive when a comic gets past, like, 24. Mm-hmm. Like, if it gets past, like, the second year, normally that's pretty impressive. It's almost as many issues as X-Man has, which is one less. Yeah, and it's um, what is it? Uh, that's only a few, only a few issues fewer than the original Transformers series, which lasted eighty issues. So, like, uh, so yeah, so first he just started as a toy, mm-hmm. and you know he went on to be pretty, pretty important character in Marvel. Oh yeah, and the problem is uh, because he was so integrated into Marvel. But, you know, he turned up in, like, other books. Like, he was in uh, an issue of The Hulk. He was an issue of Power Man and Iron Fist. Uh, the one I remember is the first time he interacted with the Marvel Universe officially. Like, outside of just his own story mm-hmm. was with Doctor Strange. Right. And the thing is, now that he, when they, he's in those issues, uh, Marvel no longer has the rights to ROM. And so they have to just reprint those books when they want to put them in trades or whatever without those pages. Yeah, and it's really interesting because he's tied to one of the more important X Men stories. When, because Forge, who was working for the government at the time, made a neutralizer that got rid of mutant abilities, and he was the one who got rid of Storm's powers. And it's just really interesting that like he's tied into so many different things. In fact, um, he's tied into uh. I mean, it's not like a super important character, but Quasimoto. All right, the quasi motivational destruct organism. Yeah, like he's uh, like Quasimoto tried to get to one of his uh, tried to get the cyborg suit. Yeah, at one point and succeeded for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, but right now, um, 
the space. So because he because so much original content was created with Rom using the licensed character, um, Marvel has like a it's a really weird split. So you can use the Space Knights. Marvel can use the Space Knights, but I think. Can they use diorates? They can, yes. Uh, they showed up in uh, John Hickman's uh, Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. So they can use they can use like they can use everything but Rom, basically. Right. But because those concepts also belong with Rom, the current I think it's a current ongoing. Uh, is it currently? It's recently ended because IDW oh. is rebooting their universe. Okay. Because, okay. Yeah, so IDW had like the, the license for Hasbro, so they were making GI Joe Transformers, and they added Rom in with a bunch of other Hasbro books and set them all in the sort of shared Hasbro universe. Yeah, and uh, so Rom the Space Knight was basically rebooted with IDW, and they can also use Space Knights, and uh, but I don't think they could use the name Space Knights. I'm not sure. From if the they, I think they're the Galadorian Knights. They call them. The Oh yeah, so they can use the Galadorian knights, and they can use the diorates, but they can't use any of the history that was built up by Marvel. It's just a really interesting, like, con- like for because most licensed stuff, it kind of just you know it's kind of cut and dry. Like I think with like like um, like Marvel did like a uh, Power Rangers comic, kind of like you know. They they have Power Ranger comics. They don't mention it. Never really tied in to the main Marvel universe. Like with Godzilla, you still have some characters that was like related to the Godzilla run, but like you can easily like you know not mention them. But Rom is tied into so many like actually really important events, and it's just it's really interesting. Uh, it's really interesting how Marvel basically made Rom the Space Knight into something like a popular and like sustained franchise. Yes, of course. What in a way? What I would like is just for you know maybe Hasbro and IDW to sort of come to an accord so they can reprint this stuff. Yeah, that's the one of the one of the things that is a little frustrating. If you want to read, uh, like Rom the Rom the Space Knight, it's really hard to get like a collected edition. Yo, you got to dig up the back issues. You have to do the back issues and they're 75. Yeah. So like with, like with, uh, with like Godzilla, you can get the treasury edition. Like, like Marvel had the rights to print the, the King of all monsters. Right. I think they got that one time and they've recently come to a deal with, uh, the Saks Romer estate so they can do master of Kung Fu. Yeah, and and they're and Shang Chi Shang Chi is showing up in a lot of stuff recently. Yes, I think uh, he showed up in the Domino. He's in Domino. He was in Avengers for a while, and they did just put out like big new omnibus editions of those Master of Kung Fu books, which are excellent. So I recommend those from the seventies. It's just kind of interesting how how that like how it kind of played out because like. Because Rom would have been would have been just a blip on like someone would have remembered the like commercial and that was it. If it wasn't for Marvel like extending it out for multiple years, like it's it's in, it's not an insignificant amount for a monthly comic to go for seventy five issues. That's like how I can't do the math off the top of my head, but it's at least I think it ran for about six seven years or so. Yeah, six or seven years. Like that's like a childhood for someone. So, 
So yeah, uh, but yeah, I know I've talked about ROM kind of in passing in the past. So it's just uh, it's just kind of. So I guess you know kind of what his deal is. Uh, right now he's just 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 really just going at it, trying to make some more Galadorians, I guess. Oh, actually, I was incorrect. Uh, Marvel owns Galador, so in the IDW comics, uh, uh, Rom is from Elonia. Oh. And he leads the Soul Star Order. Yeah, because I know the Space Knights pop up every once in a while. Yes. Didn't they didn't they play an important role in Annihilation? They were in Annihilation and they were also in uh Infinity. Yeah, because I remember them very I remember them very specifically. So but yeah, um let's uh, I think we're done. And so let's do your plugs. Alright, so I'm on uh Stasis Pod. We are currently going through the CG uh, animated series Transformers Prime. And I also write for the Marvel Handbooks. And in December, we have a new book coming out, uh, the Spider-Geddon Handbook. So if you want to get in on the ground floor of Marvel's Spider-Geddon event and know who all the major players are, pick that up. That's out in stores in December. Okay, I know I, I, know I sent this out to you already, but I need you to talk to someone... So we can get Infinity Warps guidebook. That would be great. Handbook. I really want it. I know all it is is smashing stuff together, but I am so for it. Like, I really want to know why Miss Kang is a thing. <laughs> and what her deal is. And like, uh, Emma, what is it? What was the uh, Wolverine Emma Frost? What was oh. that? I know, I know Loki called, called him Emmarine. But I know that's yeah, I can't not remember it. what it was. Was it like Logan Fro- it was Logan Frost or something? Something like that? that, yes. Yeah. But like I want that to be a thing somewhere. You only have to do half the characters. Yeah, make that a thing, please. I'd 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 like to. Trust me. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take take that as a promise, and if it doesn't happen, then I'm gonna be mad at you. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. No, this is uh so this is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters where I talk about spooky well actually no this is going to be past uh Halloween but uh most of the time very spooky creatures that do weird things um and a lot of them are murderous and eat children and stuff pretty spooky but if you want to listen to me talk about cryptids you can go to Creepy Critters um, if you'd like to see my little cryptid, my cat with four thumbs, and apparently is uh, doing the bite test to see if I'm dead um, a lot, uh, you can look at him, Dexstar, on my Instagram, at MarvelousMooch on Instagram. Um, also, yeah, if you'd like to see the people we were talking about, you can go to uh, at Marvelous... No, sorry, no. At Alphabet Flight on Twitter, or the HodgePod group on Facebook. And... Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can uh, go to the link in the description to my Patreon. If I get $25 a month, I will do a uh, episode a week where I talk about a pet from the Marvel Universe, from the Marvel, uh, from the Pets of Marvel Universe handbook. Yeah. Do you want to hear about Scout, the uh, dog's, the century's dog? Yeah, you do. Well, you know, give oh, me some money, wouldn't. please. I know. What about Speedball's cat? 
about yeah um yeah this has been alphabet flight and may conch you protect you through all your night travels good night good night